Welcome to the Geek Explorer Not Off-Topic Debrief. I'm Ben Robinson. And I'm John Williams. This is the show on our off weeks where we just catch you up on things happening in the geekosphere. Uh, we look at movie trailers. We talk about uh, unfortunate occurrences with uh, with our celebrity idols. Really? And uh, just a general news and discussion. It's a shorter format and it's uh, much more casual. Yeah, it's a, a nice little chill chat between buddies here about what's going on. Yeah. So first and foremost, we uh, for those who follow us on social media or listen to this podcast, uh, you know that we were fast approaching our uh, 2000 listener, Mark, and uh, we uh, we had a giveaway going for that event and we hit our mark and we are going to do the giveaway. Woo! Giveaway time. Yeah. Thank you very much, everybody that uh, that participated in this. Uh, we really do appreciate the the ratings and the reviews, and it uh, it helps us expand our uh, our reach. Yeah, and it was this was really fun. Um, I'm stoked to send out some swag to some folks here. Hey Ben, do you want to read our most recent review? We got two additional reviews that we haven't read on the air yet. Oh, sweet! So uh, the first one is from JPF1982. He's from over at the uh, SNES Is Life YouTube channel and Twitch channel, I believe. It's, uh, he basically, he's going through all of the Super Nintendo games with his son, um, or as many as he can get his hands on in as near a chronological order as he can, which is an amazing journey. That's freaking rad. And he says, John and Ben go over a variety of geeky topics and provide interesting thoughts and information on, on them. The audio quality is extremely good and I thoroughly enjoy listening. Definitely worth checking out and certainly going to be a staple in my pod lineup. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, and then you want me to read the other one, or do you want to read the other one? Uh, you know what? I don't have the other one pulled up in front of me right now. It was on Podchaser, yeah? Yes. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm terrible at pulling up Podchaser. I don't know how! <laughs> it's too many letters in that yeah. URL. Yeah. Um, all right, and the next one is from Lou324. A fun podcast that lets you be a fly on the wall for some very enjoyable conversations between two buds. Whether it's getting to listen at work or at home with a nice beer, taking a trip down memory lane with these dudes, or just hearing them shooting the breeze as they're geeking out or nerding it up is always a good time. Yeah, thank you very much, Lou or uh, Luis. Um, that's, a, that's a dude that I've known for probably a, a couple years now. Um, somebody I met through the, through the comic convention circuit, and um, he's commissioned a couple pieces from me. He's just super, super nice dude. I admit I got a little emotional when I saw when I saw a little message from him saying "put me in, coach" for the uh, for the giveaway, and yeah. you know, I had a little link to the review that that, uh, that meant a lot. It's cool that that we have uh, that we have you know friends in the uh, in the geekosphere that uh, that are supporting us. So um, without further ado, I guess we uh, what we've done is we've attached the uh, the reviews or I guess the reviewer names to a numerical um, well number. And uh, we're we're going to roll an appropriate dice for uh, for deciding who it is that gets these fucking prizes. And of course, everybody gets stickers. Um, so I guess we start with uh, with the grand prize. Yeah, which is a uh, a custom commissioned bit of artwork from Mr. John Williams himself, a copy of the Space Oddities comic, and some stickers. Yeah. All right. So uh, Ben's going to go ahead and roll his dice. Number six. Number six. That is JPF 1982 from SNES is Life. Sweet. 
All right. So what you need to do now is you need to hit us up on a social media or an email. Uh, our email is email at geeksplorationpodcast.com um, or uh, Facebook page, Geeksploration the Podcast, Twitter, Geeksplore Pod, Instagram, Geeksploration Podcast. Um, get in touch with us. Smoke and- signals anywhere in <laughs> yeah. the greater Sacramento area. We need a, a geek exploration signal for the for the clouds. Oh, we do. Like a bat signal. I can um, also just DM him on Twitter. He follows us. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. You can, uh, never mind then. <laughs> but congratulations. Yeah. So anything you, uh, you want, uh, hit me up. I mean, unless it's like the entirety of the DC universe. I'm not doing that. But uh, if you got a favorite character or your son's got a favorite character, I'll, I'll do it up. Um, yeah, let's chat about it. Sweet. All right. Uh, Second place is uh, a T-shirt. Yeah. A comic and some stickers. Yeah. Number two. Number two. That is Luis Valdez. Our buddy Lou. Congrats, Luis. Yeah. So um, I know you know how to get in touch with me. So do it. Yeah. And uh, just uh, go on to shop.geeksplorationpodcast.com and pick a shirt. I think we could probably just give you a promo code to get it for free. Oh, no shit. And just get it shipped straight to him, yeah. Oh, neat. I believe so. So I will look into that, and I guess I probably shouldn't have done that already. But <laughs> we'll get me in contact. We'll get you a shirt. Yeah, go pick out your favorite shirt comic design. And some stickers. Yes. All right. Third place, comic and stickers. Number six again. So, uh, nope. Jeez, these, are, these guys are persistent winners. <laughs> Number five. Number five, that is Grand Rapidians, the podcast. Sweet, well, that'll be cool. I think we're <laughs> I think we're shooting to do uh, do some co- collaboration episodes. Yeah, do a little soon, do a little so. crossover. That could be cool. Yeah, get me to drink a beer for once in my life. I did mm. see that. I did see that they uh, they also review ciders. So maybe I'll maybe I'll get myself a nice little little pee pee pear cider or something. Yep, nope, I'm drinking a beer right now and it's delicious. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, uh, everybody that entered and congratulations to the winners and everybody who entered. You still get uh, some Geek Exploration, the podcast stickers. I'll try and reach out to them. I think I've got an ability to reach out to everybody. Okay. They, they all tagged us on like Twitter or somewhere. The one name I'm concerned about is Princess Chaos. I know who that is. Okay, perfect. Yep. We did it. All right. Well, uh, thank you again. On with the news. We need like the old Batman sound there. So what happened this uh, this past two weeks, Ben? So um, HBO Max, uh, it was all it was speculated, but uh, they kind of announced that there will be two Green Lanterns and Sinestro in their new Green Lantern series that's coming out. Oh, shit. And uh, that's about all they announced. So uh, I, I was wondering, which two Lanterns would you like to see? You know, I I think it's been a long enough time since the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie that we can go ahead and, and not expect that to weigh in on uh, the future DC Universe properties at all. Plus, think, TV and fair. movies have they they've stayed good and separate. Um, so I definitely want to see Hal Jordan. He is one hundred percent my favorite Green Lantern of all time. Yeah, absolutely. He is the Green Lantern for me. Um, the rest of the guys are pretty cool too, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I want to see me some Hal Jordan. He's required. Yeah. If they skip past him and give us, you know, the B-list lanterns, I'll be disappointed. Yeah, if it's just Kilowog and Guy Gardner, I'm like, <laughs> I didn't even think about, like, the, 
non-human lanterns. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jeez. Oh, it would be cool to see some flashbacks with like Sinestro and Abin Sur, but I wouldn't I wouldn't want to have to avoid the lanterns that I know from comics. So like having Hal and Guy Gardner, I don't think I'd want to see that. But I think, of course, the the clear obvious one would be Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart. Those are the, the two most popular ones by far. Yeah, those are the ones I would be putting my money on. Yeah. I, w- I would kind of like to see Guy Gardner. Yeah. I'd like to see like just kind of like an angry, self-absorbed prick to kind of, because I don't know if they're putting them in the same time period, if they're going to be, you know, doing the same thing or if it's going to be like a asynchronous t- storytelling kind of thing. Okay. Um, but if they're in the same place, it'd be kind of like a cool, like odd couple with Hal Jordan and Guy Gardner. Oh, because, I guess. Because they are such opposites and Guy Gardner's such a prick. See, I remember uh, hearing a couple of years back when they were when they were talking about doing a Green Lantern Corps movie, um, the script that they had or the story that they were working from was described as like lethal weapon in space. It was going to be a buddy cop movie. And, you know, so I, 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 I think I still have that in my brain. I think those two would work great for something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You got the loose cannon uh, kind of full of himself, uh, too confident guy. And you got the more straight laced uh you know, good cop. Well, that's the thing. Hal Jordan himself isn't generally portrayed as straight laced and serious. Like he's kind of a kind of a I mean, he's he's an Air Force, you know, jet jockey. So like he's he's always overconfident. And and so I would I would see him yeah, see as that. the as the loose cannon in the John Stewart, Hal Jordan thing. Jeez, you get possessed and try and destroy the universe one time and you're branded <laughs> as a loose cannon. <laughs> and uh, while we're at it, fuck Kyle Rayner. Oh yeah, yeah, he's not even. My, he he my doesn't mind. need to be anywhere near it. I, um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's uh, Kilowog and Gnort. Yeah, no shit or Chip. Yeah, <laughs> see him get hit by a truck. <laughs> I still remember that comic book. But yeah, I mean, and especially if they're doing Sinestro, like he's so tied in with Hal Jordan that Hal yeah. has to be a part of it, or else. Yeah, or else I'm probably not going to watch it. So yeah, I mean, take that HBO, who I don't subscribe to anyway. <laughs> but we live in a world where you know sci-fi. Or rather than anybody making a Superman TV series, which they finally are, but sci-fi made the Krypton series. It's like, I don't give a fuck about Superman's grandfather on Krypton. No, not not in the least. Um, okay, so uh, yeah, uh, what's uh, what's next? I don't know. What'd you bring to the table, John? I don't got shit. Now, um, speaking of a Superman TV series, just something real quick to hit on, or I guess two somethings real quick. Um, one, they released uh, some concept art for the new Superman and Lois TV series. It's going to be uh, on the CW network um, Arrowverse shows where it's going to be Tyler Hecklin's Superman and Lois and their child. Um, they're going to be launching that TV series later this year, I believe. And um, a lot of people who watch the Arrowverse shows, myself included, have a problem with Superman's suit. It looks like butt. Is it the stupid straps? Yeah, that weird strappy cape clasp thing and and I don't know, the belt and the boots that are more like a new 52 thing. It just it 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 doesn't work for me. The lack of underpants? Yeah, well, there's still going to be a lack of underpants. Um but they're stylizing the belt a little bit. It's got some more yellow in it. His boots are going to be more traditional, I mean, based on this concept art at least. And the cape is going to have a more traditional uh shoulder attachment. And I I personally I I digged it. I dug it. It um, it looked more like Superman. The belt was a uh, still a little wonky with some big chunky yellows in it, but it didn't it didn't bother me as much. It didn't hurt my eyes. And he's got little bracers. Oh like yeah, little, like 
bronze bracers or something. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like red cuffs. Yeah, so he's got his like super watch that he can look at. <laughs> yeah, they've been doing that with Superman lately where they, they gave him some cuffs randomly after after the whole Man of Steel thing, I guess. But I don't know, Jim Lee with his Superman redesigns. Ugh. Oh, but also on the Superman TV front, there are there are just rumors. There's rumblings right now that after the reception of Brandon Routh's Superman, his Kingdom Come Superman, in the uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover, that there is the possibility, you know, again, take it with a grain of salt because it's just a rumor, that uh, there may be a limited series, possibly for HBO Max, focusing on Brandon Routh's Superman. Like the Kingdom Come Superman or just him as Superman in like an Elseworlds type thing? It's it's unclear, but uh, what the what what the reports are saying is that it would it would take place in the Superman Returns universe, whether that's before Kingdom Come or if uh, Crisis wiped out Kingdom Come, because after the whole Crisis thing at the end, at the very end of it, they they had a really cool, you know, throwback to Christopher Reeve and Superman Returns. Sorry, that was Christopher Reeve and Superman Returns um, end shot where he sort of does that little float over the earth and smile at the camera and fly off. And he had like a, his suit was a little bit uh, more traditionally colored and it had the red and gold S, even though it was still Kingdom Come design. So the the rumblings are either that at the end of that, he's happy Superman again, or that uh, that crisis wiped out the actual Kingdom Come events. So his universe was never taken down because the whole thing with Kingdom Come was that joker gassed the daily planet and fucking killed lois and jimmy and perry and everybody and uh that's what made superman such an angry asshole not quite injustice angry but no angry yeah so i mean personally i would be fucking pleased as punch to to fucking get a get a brandon routh miniseries i think that would be cool that would make me sign up for hbo max that would make me come over to your house and watch it yeah i still don't think i'd sign up it might be a Mandalorian thing, like it was for a lot of people. Yeah. You know? yeah, sign it up and drop it. Watch it for that, and hopefully the Snyder Cut. But then again, with the Green Lantern series too, like I, HBO Max is going to get at least one month's money out of me for sure. Fair enough. All right, and that's all I got for Superman TV. Yeah. So uh, how about this one? The uh, it was announced for sure. There had been rumblings of it, but that the new Epic Universe theme park that's opening in Orlando in 2023 will include. Super Nintendo World. Oh, fuck. I remember hearing uh, rumblings like a year or two ago about this. Yeah, I guess they're opening a Super Nintendo World in the one in Japan. I think they already did. This year. Oh, okay. So uh, there'll be one there. But Japan, that doesn't surprise. I'm surprised if this is the first Mario themed park they've got. Yeah, yeah. Because for some reason, I thought there already was a Super Mario park out in Japan. There probably is. There's other. I my daughter told me there's a Naruto theme park weird in japan yeah i didn't know it was quite that big yeah now do you know what this epic theme park is it's just a new universal theme park they all they've really released was some like you know concept art of some buildings and some roller coasters and uh, they've been pretty tight about everything else other than they've now announced it will have a super nintendo world oh cool why it's super nintendo world and not just regular nintendo world i don't know like i can't imagine it's actually Super Nintendo based. <laughs> that would be really weird. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, early Mega Man. It's all like, you know, Mega Man X. Like shit that the shit yeah. that happened <laughs> after Super Nintendo came out. All of the rides are really rough because they're pixelated. <laughs> well, I, I mean, that will get me to Orlando 
I've I've still never been to Disney World or Universal or I'm I've never been to Florida, so I've never been to those theme parks. Never had quite the pull, but I think that will do it. I haven't been in years, and they've done a whole lot of cool new stuff. So I'd be I would totally be down to go check it out again. Let's do it. Let's go geek exploring. Woo! <laughs> so next up, uh, I'm which I'm sure everybody involved in uh, in our space has heard. Um, the, uh, the Star Wars episode nine, the original treatment or the original script, I guess, um, that was initially going to be helmed by Colin Trevorrow of Jurassic World fame was leaked. Uh, yeah. the script got out into some industry professionals. It's not something you can find and download because I want to read it real bad, which is bullshit. What's the point of the internet if it doesn't give me secret stuff? Yeah. The, some, some asshole up on high knows somebody. It got leaked to him and he's like, nah. It'll stop here. Yeah. What, like, like everybody that's seen it's decided not to continue leaking it. Fuck you. Yeah. Like the, the first place I heard about it was, uh, was from, uh, Robert Meyer Burnett and he's got a YouTube channel where he, uh, I think it's called, uh, Rob Servations where he actually read like, or he did like a play by play of the script. He didn't actually read the script, but he did a play by play of all the story beats and some of the character interactions and, I mean, I know he knows people, so if it were just him, I would get it that that it's like, okay, he can't go and leak it because then it's right on his shoulders. But it seems like enough outlets have access to this that it should be out and about at some point. Yeah, but, they, yeah they couldn't pin it down to who leaked it. You know, just give it to some nerd to post on Reddit yeah. and uh, it's done. It's out there. There's no taking it back. Yeah, there's no reason not to now because after that, uh, I mean, Colin Trevorrow has confirmed that it that it is legit because at first it was all just it was still just speculation Um, he confirmed it did he oh yeah i didn't hear that yeah and uh and also concept art from uh from early i mean i guess early designs has uh have been released that go along with that script and it looks fucking badass like i'm i'm a fan of rise of skywalker i understand what it is so get off my balls about it but i would love to have seen this movie yeah, I read a few things about it, and it looked, I mean, it's definitely a very different direction. Yeah. It still seemed a little ridiculous, uh, yeah, but I, like I said, we've we've jumped the shark already, so I, I'd be willing to deal with some ridiculousness, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, we would have gotten things that you and I actually talked about wanting to see. Like, uh, you, you mentioned wanting to see a Force Ghost Luke haunting Kylo Ren. Apparently that was happening. And it goes Fuck back yeah. to to his uh, his last line about you know if you strike me down now you'll never be free of me or whatever it is. Well, yeah, and just like you can do that, and be like, hey, jerkwad, you killed your dad. What the fuck, man? Yeah, like I'm I'm gonna pester the shit. You're like, go away, Luke. <laughs> like, I just it would have been some fun scenes. Yeah, and uh, and Kylo Ren is still on his search to be the biggest evil badass, and he actually does kind of do it. Like he finds some some Sith master. I can't remember the fucking name anymore but you know he trains with him gets more powerful kills the dude uh ray trains as a jedi she's got a double-sided blue lightsaber you know that goes goes back to her staff or like the thing she ended up with in the concept art she's wearing like like more of a more of like a luke and return of the jedi get up which is pretty neat but yeah luke's training her uh as a force ghost and you uh you go back to coruscant and it's all fucked up and you know there's this whole like uprising shit and i don't know the biggest thing for me, though, that I wanted to see and I would have seen in this was that Kylo Ren dies a fucking asshole. So we'll never see it. 
Yeah, it's true. We 100% will never see that movie. Well, hopefully someone leaks it because I wouldn't mind reading the script and seeing it in my head. Yeah, yeah. Like just listening to Robert Meyer Burnett, who I'm really not a huge fan of. Um, he's in a bunch of other stuff that I watch on YouTube, like with the uh, with the Schmodown Entertainment Network. For whatever reason, he just rubs me in the wrong way. I don't know. Uh, but probably because he's the kind of guy that didn't release this script. <laughs> yeah, he he uh, he proved why why I have contempt for him. But no, I it, it's super cool. I would recommend going and uh, and checking out that video and the concept art. Neato. Yeah, what you got? Kind of on the Star Wars vein, uh, there are rumblings that there is trouble with the Obi-Wan filming. Uh-oh. Like it, like it originally came out that it was on indefinite hold, which doesn't mean canceled. It just means we don't know when we're going to start filming again. But they sent the film crew home from Pinewood. And uh, I guess uh, Kathleen Kennedy is not happy with the script. Yeah, which is weird because she certainly was happy with it at D23, the last one, you know, when they announced all this shit and they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to start shooting now or at this point. Unless they didn't actually have the script done then. Hmm. (laughs) Can you believe that she would be uh, running a show where they have no idea what they're doing until the last minute? I don't. That seems really unlikely. I I think she's got a plan. I think it's just as likely (laughs) that they did have scripts and she changed her fucking mind. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, and, and I've seen the stuff that she did greenlight, so I'm not, you know, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I've got some doubts, but uh, I'm I'm hoping we'll still see it and it'll still be great. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, let's see. You got anything else important on your list? Well, I do. There is some interesting space stuff that I heard this this week, um, or the week before last, and then a little bit more this week that uh, has got me hoping. What you got? Uh, Beetlejuice has been dimming. Like it, you, it goes through cycles where it goes up and down. You know, Beetlejuice, it's a big, giant, red, giant star. It's freaking huge. Yeah. Like if you put it in the solar system, it would, the outside of the star would be almost to Jupiter. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's fucking big. It's big. But it's, it's red, giant. So it's nearing the end of its life cycle. And it's been theorizing all that, you know, sometime in the next 10,000 years or so, it's going to go supernova. And, um, it goes through cycles where it dims and brightens and dims, but they're pretty regular and they've been pretty regular for a long time. And right now it's dimming hard, like it's dipped way down. And there was some news about some gravitational waves coming from the vicinity of Beetlegeist. They're not right from it. They're kind of like off to either side. I like that. Somewhere in the vicinity. Yeah, somewhere in the vicinity of Beetlejuice. I, I hope they did that on purpose. Like, like, <laughs> like, what, like I, I hope there's a report where they're just like, oh, we have to say somewhere in the vicinity. Uh, that's for the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy fans. But my hope is I really want that fucker to explode. I want it to go supernova because that would be fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, and I mean, due to due to deep space photography, like if if it did go supernova, wouldn't that mean it happened like years ago? Yes. Yeah. I think it's something like 300 or 800 years. I don't have the number off the top of my head, but uh, it's it's not Beetle juice is kind of close oh okay it's close enough that like if you've got a high powered enough like um telescope at home like a, a good home telescope uh-huh. you can actually see some features on it oh cool like it's not just a bright dot like you can actually see some variation on it so the cool thing about what, if it does go supernova and explode is that uh it would become the third brightest object in the sky after the sun and moon Oh, weird. And and some people theorize it might be about as bright as a full moon, and it would stay that way for about three months. Fucking cool. Yeah, right? So it'd just be this big bright beacon in the sky that would actually, like, you would cast a shadow in the light of an exploding Beetlejuice. Yeah. And then it would slowly fade away and be gone. 
and you'd never see it again. That's wild. Yeah. Like I, there's, there's reports of, uh, or theories that there's a, a bunch of back in like the, I think it was like the 1500s somewhere in or around the dark ages slash Renaissance in Europe that, um, that they saw a star go supernova and they were like, holy shit, what is this? And no one knew what it was. Cause it's like all of a sudden, like, you know, the night is like day. And so there's all these written accounts and they, you know, all kinds of supernatural juju stuff attributed to it. Uh, but they think like, well, they, they probably saw something go supernova. That's pretty rad. Yeah. That's a huge event. Like that, that changes a lot. It's like, what the, what the fuck is that thing? Why is it so bright? Gods and aliens and shit. So it's the kind of thing that like humanity may have seen like two or three times ever. Yeah. In, in this kind of vicinity. And, uh, and that, that's on the high side of the estimates it might just be one. Um, so it would be, that'd be a really cool thing for us to see. Yeah. Imagine that we, we existed at the same time as David Bowie and a supernova. Yeah. So yeah. And Michael Keaton will get to see Beetlejuice explode. Like that's cool. <laughs> Most reports say that it's probably not going to because they don't think, they think it has plenty of material left in it for it to be self-sustaining for quite a while longer, but I'm got, I got my fingers crossed. Fuck. Yeah. Um, well folks, on the space topic, look it up. There is a mysterious radio signal coming from a nearby galaxy, and uh, I didn't do my research, so it may not even you may not even hear this. It's probably like a quasar, but I'm hoping that it's space porno. We just haven't decoded it yet. Yeah, and they they are uh, scientists are theorizing that that the uh, that the galaxy is similar to our own, or they're speculating. Yeah, I think I read something about it. Yeah, and it's it's the what's unusual is that it's very regular. Like oh it's, yeah, like it's not like uh you know n- background noise or anything. Like it's a it's like it's very pulsing and regular, which is uh, not quite as natural. But I I, th- I thought I heard something about it. You know, it could be like two uh, black holes, you know, you know, colliding possibly or something along those lines. Like quasars doing weird shit. There's a lot of stuff in space that we don't understand. Yeah. Hopefully, it's aliens though. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully aliens are contacting us and Beetlejuice is going to explode because that'll make ne- the next uh, debrief a lot more interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hopefully it happens in the next two weeks. Yeah. Um, okay. So hopefully we don't have to end every uh, uh, off-topic debrief episode with something of this nature. But unfortunately, we do have a, uh, another death to talk about. You want to take it? Or last episode, it was, you know, one of your rock and roll heroes. Yep. And this week, it's one of my comedy heroes. Uh, as you've doubtless heard, uh, Terry Jones of uh, Monty Python fame has uh, passed on. He he had uh, like a type of dementia um, called pr- primary progressive aphasia, um, which basically impaired his ability to speak and communicate. So uh, like I'd heard about it a, a year or two ago, and it was really disappointing because he basically he couldn't talk anymore for the last few years of his life or could talk very very little and it was very difficult for him to do like his it appeared like his mind was still there like he could still he was all still in there he just couldn't communicate anymore oh fuck that like could could he like blink to respond to things or move his extremities or anything i think he could move still um i saw a picture of him in a wheelchair at one point i don't know if that was related or not but he, you know, he was a big talker, apparently, like, you know, talking to all his close friends, like he would be the guy leading the conversation and, and he was very chatty and very gregarious. And so it couldn't have been easy for him or any of his loved ones for him to be silent like that. Ah, oh, shit. But uh, the guy was huge. He was like, like a, fat. 
No. Oh, okay. <laughs> but like Graham Chapman died, but he died back in like 89. So, you know, I, I, it didn't really hit me. But he, so he's the first Python to go. That, since uh, your age of is, reason. Since I've really deeply been in love with these guys. And I'm, I'm even more stoked now, unlike Rush, that I did go and get to see those guys live. And he was he was doing good. He was able to perform for that. I, and I guess some of the rumblings out, like he was having a hard time memorizing lines, which I guess he'd never had before. Oh yeah. And so he like at the show he was using teleprompters and stuff to try and memorize lines and and everyone kind of thought that was a little odd but maybe he was just getting old and then it uh progressed from there. Yeah. When you think of the 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 screechy lady python <laughs> voice that is Terry Jones voice. He is the iconic screechy British woman from the show. <laughs> like the like the the spam lady? He yeah, was the spam yeah. lady. Yeah. And uh, he was Mr. Creosote in Meaning of Life, the guy that like eats too much and explodes. Mm-hmm. He was fucking in all kinds of things. He was Brian's, he was Brian's mother in Life of Brian. He played. He also directed Life of Brian, but he oh, played. Shit. He played. A, he, he was a man dressed as a woman who was pretending to be a man, <laughs> <laughs> going to the stoning. So, uh, and he also he wrote Labyrinth. Wait, what? Which a lot of people don't know. Yeah, he wrote Labyrinth. He was the screenwriter for that. Oh shit! Yeah, I wonder if he did any voices. Um, I don't, I don't know. It wouldn't, it would not surprise me. Yeah. There are uh, enough goofy voices in that and a lot of British voices too. Huh? Well, but, uh, yeah. So, um, fuck. Yeah. And it really pissed me off too, because I was watching the local news the night, you know, after the, after his death was announced and, uh, they're going through it and, uh, they didn't mention anything about him, which doesn't surprise me. It's the local fucking news. It's a bunch of garbage anyway, but they did have a full, like two minute story on the death of Mr. Peanut. In an upcoming Super Bowl commercial. And I was like, you motherfuckers. (laughs) Fucking you shills, man. This is bullshit. Yeah. Terry Jones got straight up Farrah Fawcett. It's some bullshit. So you know what? Just want to go on record saying, fuck you, Mr. Peanut. I'm glad you're dead. Yeah. Hopefully it sticks. Yeah, you fucking pretentious 1% legume. Yeah. All right. Well, RIP, Mr. Jones and... uh, positive energies out to uh out to the families and uh the surviving friends and yeah shit i i am glad for you that you got to go see them if another one of our heroes dies before the next episode i don't know if we can do this anymore yeah <laughs> I, we, we can't kill all our heroes here yeah i mean this is not okay chris reeve and freddie mercury are already dead so i, I mean yeah we, we've got we've got music and film and tv um, I don't honestly. I don't know if I follow any authors that are still alive. Yeah, not that I'm really, you know, gaga about at least. Yeah, Bradbury died in uh, 2012. Oh, yeah. Douglas, Douglas Adams, Adams has been, been dead. dead for a while. I mean, you know, Tolkien's dead. Uh, fucking, you know, yeah. George R. R. Martin. I never. I, I liked the show. Never got into the books. Yeah. So uh, I, you Stephen know. King. I guess he's uh, he's up there on the chopping block. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's getting old. Yeah. So uh, hopefully we don't kill anyone else. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much for uh, coming out and hanging out with us today. I don't know how we end this show because we only did it once before. Um, but you can hit us up on our social medias uh, and uh, email. So email at uh, email at geeksplorationpodcast.com. Uh, like I said before, Facebook page, Geeksploration the Podcast, Twitter, Geeksplore Pod, and Instagram, Geeksploration Podcast. And if you enjoy our stuff, go give us a review on Podchaser or Apple Podcasts. We really like that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I don't remember the theme song's name. I got to look it up. 
It's not the fart song. Celebration. Oh, the fart song's good. Yeah. And our theme song for these is Celebration by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. We should just, we should call him the maestro. Yeah. Well, he is. That guy is amazing. Yeah. You go on there and listen to that stuff, you'll recognize so much music from so many things. Yeah. And it, it, like when we were coming up with the, uh, with the theme for this, like it was fucking tough to come up with, with a tune for this. There's a lot of good shit. Yeah. We should throw the fart song on after this. Yeah, just for funsies. Yeah, this this was our alternative theme song that we thought about going with, cause it's fun. Yeah, but we figured we'd like to be a little bit more professional. Yeah, just a little. All right, thank you. Bye.